Hello, my fellow Americans. Welcome back to the Ready America podcast. Now, today, I'm going to talk to you about something very somber, very serious. We have seen the deterioration of the Afghan conflict. We have seen the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan and the U.N. scrambling to help the Afghan people. I don't know what the problem is on the ground. We've seen so many horrible, you know, things happening to the people, the citizens of Afghanistan. And I, I just wanted to know why this this deterioration, this conflict has went so far. This withdrawal has went so far down the drain. Uh, the Americans have withdrawn almost all military personnel. And we have this horrible news of these United States Marines. May God bless their families. May God accept their sacrifices for our great nation. Um, 13 of these armed service members, armed forces members, were killed along with 90 Afghan civilians um, in a suicide attack by whatever you want to call it, ISIS-K or whatever, uh, at the Kabul airport. This is a horrible uh, uh, case of misju misjudgment by the, by the administration in Washington. Uh, I think that <clears throat> there needs to be some kind of, kind of explanation, some kind of investigation into what happened. Uh, and, and, and why this withdrawal went so sloppily and why it just happened so bad. Uh, the American people need answers. And we as Americans, this great nation that we live in, we're, we're entitled to an answer for our armed service members, for their families, for the people they leave behind, the children, the wives, uh, the mothers, the sisters and brothers, uh, you know, the siblings, the cousins, the aunts, the uncles of uh, these people who have passed away who have been uh, brutally executed by these terrorists uh, for serving our great nation, for keeping us free, for having our freedoms, you know, uh, uh, putting their lives on the line for our freedoms for us to live in comfort and peace, to keep these terrorists at bay. Um, I don't know what, what the coming days will, uh, you know, entail for us. I don't know what the U.N. is going to do. I don't know what the United States government is going to do. I don't know what uh, coalition forces are going to do around the world. But we see a corruption in the Afghan government where they left a, a whole heap of uh, military equipment uh, for the Taliban to take for various warlords and uh, uh, ISIS groups, Al-Qaeda groups to take uh, advantage of to use against the people. Um, I think, me, myself, I think that there was some kind of deal struck with these horrible, horrible people. And there were terms that we don't know about. I don't know. But I'm hoping that the families of the ones who have lost their lives, whether they be of the armed forces of the United States or whether they be the civilians who were, who were brutally killed in these terrorist attacks in Afghanistan. The corruption in Afghanistan has gone deep. And long for so many years. And there was no one to answer for uh answer for these people being put into power from the United States government side. These people were put into power. They were known warlords, they were known enemies of the country, they were known, you know, uh drug dealers and 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 just horrible people. And the people in Washington put these people in power. 
in order in order for them to run the country the way that they wanted to run it. Now we see the end result of it is is just pure chaos, and there are armed forces members, young people, you know, who have lost their lives, who cannot go back to their families, who were in the in the prime of life, who have, who have sacrificed their lives for our freedoms. They won't come back to their families anymore. They won't see their families anymore. So what is the UN doing about this? Now, I was looking at something from the UN Secretary General who uh, who uh, had a message in nations.org on the 20th, 2021. It reads, my dear colleagues and friends working for the people of Afghanistan and humanity, above all, I want to personally thank you for everything you are doing to support the Afghan people in this time of crisis. I speak for the entire United Nations family when I say we are all deeply grateful to you for your service, in particular to Afghan national colleagues. You represent the best of values of the United Nations. You have all of our full support and solidarity. I know most of you, especially the humanitarian actors, want to stay and deliver to respond to the dramatic needs of the Afghan people. Humanitarian work not only saves lives and livelihoods, I agree. It brings hope, and hope is in short supply. I also agree with that. But I share your concern, your anxiety, and your pain, and I am distressed by the reports that some of you have experienced harassment and intimidation. The safety of all United, United Nations personnel in Afghanistan is our top priority. And we are doing everything in our power, namely through the permanent engagement with all relevant actors, and we'll continue to do so to ensure your safety and well-being and to find external solutions where they are needed. The United Nations has been honored to work for the people of Afghanistan for decades through thick and thin. We have helped to support people in complex situations through wars, conflict, human rights abuses, humanitarian crises, and regime change. As we face this, new, this, this newest major challenge, we are working to ensure essential supplies and to deploy specialist teams to better support you. We remain and will continue to remain and do everything we can, both for your safety and to deliver for the people of Afghanistan who have suffered so much. Thank you. And I look forward to speaking to you again in the days, of, in the days ahead. Now, <clears throat> I think that the UN, you know, they've been in a lot of conflicts around the world where they were peace. They had peacekeeping missions, uh, you know, namely in Africa and in certain parts of Asia and Eastern Europe uh, over these few last decades. Uh, and I didn't I didn't want it to come to this because, you know, the United States has sacrificed a long time in Afghanistan, you know, with the lives of so many of our armed service members. And with the lives of so many civilians who helped the United States government, uh, you know, during during the deployments uh, in this country. Now, we've seen so many administrations pass by. We've seen the failure of so many of the administrations that have passed by to withdraw troops from Afghanistan. And uh, President Joe Biden, Joe Robinette Biden, uh, I think he owes us an explanation to why. Uh, that it was so sloppily done. The withdrawal was so sloppily done, and so many service members lost their lives. It was a, a botched, a botched evacuation. And I think that the American people deserve, and especially the families of those who have lost loved ones, whether they be armed forces members or civilians, 
they 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 deserve uh an explanation and there should be some kind of thorough investigation as to why the afghan uh soldiers the afghan security forces left uh this equipment to the taliban and certain other uh certain other terrorist groups like the so-called isis k in, in the kabul but uh we we see the deterioration of this government because of years and years of corruption years and years of neglect years and years of not caring about the afghan people as a whole um there were so many colonizers who came to afghanistan wanting to do the same thing to conquer the unconquerable afghan terrain it, it was the the british were there the russians were there the united states was there and no one has been successful in conquering this horrible terrain me myself i think that the united states is at a position right now where we are struggling with so much whether it be economical whether it be social civil whether it be uh you know health wise with the COVID 19 situation that we have right now during this pandemic uh we're suffering with a lot and this is the upheaval of the social norms that we have created for ourselves for the people around the world and in this change we have to look at ourselves and say is it going to be for the best or is it going to be for the worst for the american people right now i think america has to look at itself in the mirror look at its reflection in the mirror and say are we going to be the bad guys towards history is history going to look at us as being the bad guy are we going to stand up for the ideals that we were created upon and that ideal is freedom there have been so many people who have sacrificed their lives on the altar of freedom for the united states and for us to ignore the freedoms of others uh those those armed forces members just didn't give their lives for us to have freedom but they gave their lives for so many civilians and so many different countries to have freedom they liberated a lot of countries you know they they've liberated so many countries over generations and generations from world war one to you know to korea to vietnam to the gulf wars to you know the wars in iraq and afghanistan so many people uh, even in bosnia and so on and so forth uh so many so many people have sacrificed to liberate and give freedom to so many people who are oppressed in syria and so on and so forth and we see that the administrations that these people are working under these commanders and chiefs that they're working under are not living up to the ideals that they that they uh exclaim these these people who are working in these intelligence organizations in these shadowy groups are putting people in these positions in which our our young men and women will have to go out into these countries and fight once more because they're going to have to get these people uh out of their dictatorships over their oppressive governments over these people these 10 pot dictators that we're putting in power because we want to keep control over the governments or fight these proxy wars with other nations we cannot take lightly the lives of our young people who are in uniform and not for not for nothing that they're doing a job i'm very thankful for 
our government because there are a lot of tough decisions that have to be made. And yes, there's going to be some dissent made, but there has to be some kind of responsibility on the side of the people who send out the young children, the young people, not children, they're, 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 they're more man and, and more woman, womanly than, than, than me or, or any, any other person. Uh, they, they, they have more brave, uh, you know, they're braver than I am. You know, these people have sacrificed so much. So we deserve an explanation on why these 13 military members, these armed forces members were killed. And how in the world that these people from ISIS who are claiming responsibility are not being smashed into the dirt right now? These terrorist organizations should be smashed, should be should be blown to a, a, oblivion. You know, they should be obliterated. But yet and still, they are walking around uh, unharmed, unscathed, and they're killing people, innocent people, for nothing, for really for nothing. Uh, this ideology that uh, we're better than everyone in the world and that we need to spread our ideology to people and that if you don't think like I do, you're dead. This has to be wiped off the face of the earth. This has no correlation with true faith or religion with anybody. Terrorism is a blight and a poison on humanity and it needs to be wiped away. That being said, what is going to happen to the Afghan people. What is going to happen to the civilians who are left behind who helped the United States government whilst the United States government was there before the withdrawal? This is a very, very, very important question to ask because there are so many people who are going to be left behind and they have no chance. And I mean, absolutely no chance of leaving the country unless the United States government makes paves away for them to get out of there. There's no way that these people are going to be able to leave. We barely got out of there, and we were we were protected with helicopters and 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 and, and gunships and, and and you know modern military equipment. These people are just regular normal people working hard, trying to trying to provide for their families, trying to give a living, get a living for their children, trying to find something uh, to live by, uh, just going day by day. And there's no way possible that they're going to be able to defeat this horrible and atrocious uh, group that is that is the Taliban. Um, we see that there is a lack of patriotism amongst the Afghan people, and there there's more of a tribalism uh, that connects them, and that could be a problem because if they want to ever overthrow this atrocious. A government, this this atrocious. I'm not going to call them a government. I'm I'm going to call them what they are. It's they're a terrorist organization that took advantage of a of a weak and disabled people, and and uh, they had their way, uh, and they pushed through. And so, my question is, how are we going to help these people? How is our president and this administration, this current administration, going to help the people of Afghanistan? They need answers. They need help. And I know that there's somebody out there asking the questions and there's somebody out there who has the answers. We have to find a way to help the people who helped us. We promised those people that we will we will destroy the enemies that seek to destroy them. We will keep them protected. We will liberate them from oppressive and, 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 and uh, barbaric and primitive movements, ideologies. 
but we failed to do so. And now we see the murder of civilians, wholesale slaughter of civilians and the armed forces members that are there in that country. So I'm pleading with the current Democratic administration of Joseph Robinette Biden, the president of the United States of America, the head of the executive branch of the American government to take action to find out who is responsible for taking the lives of so many precious and good people. What are we going to do about this? We as an American people, we have voices, but our our voices being heard today. I, I feel it's sickening to me to think that in a country so great, we have to <clears throat> we have to be subject to a primitive and lowly group that terrorizes women and children. Uh, that we have to be broken down. Uh, in front of the eyes of the world by a sadistic uh, a monster of a movement that they call Taliban and ISIS or whatever. But we have to also understand that these groups have an origin so deep that there are so many shadow groups and in these intelligence organizations that have classified things that they don't want the world to know that are very embarrassing and we as a nation, we have a lot of blood on our hands. We can't be one-sided here. We know that some things have happened and they're the direct fault of our government and its administrations. It's intelligence organizations. It's failure in military tactics. It's failure in the ideologies uh, of the people that they send over there. It's failure in the proper training of its armed forces members when they go there they 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 don't know the terrain or the culture or the languages of the people or the feelings of the people the sentiments of the people we have not taken responsibilities for our shortcomings and now we see the we see the fruits of our labors we have failed our people we have failed the afghan people the administrations of the united states the executive branch has to give us an answer on what they will do to rectify, to seek revenge for the deaths of our armed forces members. This cannot go unanswered. The lives of our protectors are not cheap. And I'm hoping that the, the current administration will find in their heart, if they can, if they can, to find in their heart, to, 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 to dig deep down in their minds, to find a solution to this problem. The United Nations cannot fix the problem. The, the, the NATO can't fix the problem. It's the problem of the United States government. We've created this situation. Now we have to fix the situation. We've withdrawn our troops. Yes, it's good to get our troops out of Afghanistan out of this long drawn out conflict. But what about the Afghan people now? We can't leave them to the mercy of these horrible, primitive, evil people. And we have to pray for those people who are left behind. 
and pray that God gives them a way out. And hopefully they'll find a way to live in peace one day. Afghanistan will live in peace one day. Afghanistan will be a country that is peaceful one day, hopefully. Hopefully they will find the freedoms and the opportunities for their families just as we want for our families. And hopefully the Afghan people will see the United States as a beacon of hope and prosperity and they will not see us as enemies, but friends. So my fellow Americans, let's have hope and joy and tomorrow and forget about the sadness of yesterday. And as always, be kind, be motivated, and be motivational from the Ready America podcast.